Welcome to the Effective Data Scientist Podcast. The podcast is designed to help you improve your skills, stay focused, manage successful projects, and have fun at work. Be an effective data scientist now. Today we will talk about Drive. And actually, I was reading an article by Michael Hyatt uh, just the other day about five marks of authentic uh, leadership. And the second mark was demonstrate initiative. And that is exactly what we want to talk about today, how to drive things as a statisticians. I think the first point in this is if you want to drive things is you need to be clear about in which direction you want to drive things. So I think the first first thing to be really clear about is uh, the goals. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's um, as if you drive a car, you know, you should be quite exactly. certain about where to go. So otherwise, yeah. um, so how can you be? If you don't know your goal, you shouldn't drive the car. Yeah, and actually the car is a very, very nice uh, picture for that because you will usually check your direction quite frequently. I, I think something that we are not regularly mostly doing is is uh, checking our goals. I think there's a, there's a widespread bad habit to create goals at the beginning of the year, file it in the HR folder, forget about it for half a year, then maybe check about it once. Oh, I wanted to go in this direction. Then uh, have a short discussion with the supervisor, file it again, and be surprised about where you end up end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and um, and actually, this is also um, goes back to to the supervisor as well. It's not only you as a statistician uh, should be clear on where to go, but it's also you know for for a leader, you know that you should drive not only your goals but the goals for others as well. So you need to know the directions, and you need to give the directions, and the goal should be clear to you for for you and your team. Yeah, and. Really, very, very often check on it. Uh, so Michael Hyatt actually recommends to check on it daily, every morning, first thing in the morning, kind of uh, have a look at your, your goals. Or and I would miss my cup, cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, if, if you think about it, it makes actually a lot of sense because um, that way you can structure your day and have in mind what is really important. And what is just a kind of a nice other project and, you know, maybe gets you sidetracked? Yeah, I, no, I agree because, um, you know, we are not necessarily talking about the long-term goal in this way. I mean, the goal is also short-term. So you should be clear about basically what the goal of the day is, for example. So that for, if you have a meeting, if you if you plan something, then you should be clear about what is the goal for this meeting. So... It's now the, the content, content wise, it was quite confusing probably to say that you should check your annual goals uh, every day again and again. So I, I don't think that is necessary, but I mean, for every day you have goals and that's why absolutely necessary to, to have a sense check every morning or whenever or quite often to be clear about what you would like to achieve, medium term, short term, 
even long term, but but really uh, for the day. So yeah, I think it's also very important because otherwise, if you are not clear about your goal, it's very very easy to be sidetracked by others and then actually work on someone else's goals, not your own goals, or that you drift through the day and drift through the week, drift through the months, and you end up somewhere where you never intentionally wanted to go to. So, yeah, but uh, you will find out that somebody else defined the goal for you. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's the direction that somebody else um, shifted you towards. If you don't know where to go and what goals you have, then others will do that for you. Yeah, this is not necessarily, you know, the same direction that you would like to go. Yeah. Also, if you have this clear goal in mind, this longer term goals, you can, uh, it helps you to think more strategically about things. So, and you can better say no to just nice opportunities. And in order to say yes to the important things that help you drive forward. I think one thing is also to help getting there is to be clear about what the goal is. Uh, I think this is quite important because you say, well, usually you can say, well, I would like to have this done successfully. But what does it mean to be to achieve the goal? So what is the definition of success in, in the goal? I think this is. This is also quite um, often missed. The the, uh, the point is often missed that that people are happy that there's now everyone signed it. Okay, that's fine, but this is this can't be the goal because your signature, you know, you, can, you have to create success by you know really achieve uh, really achieving a predefined goal, which is a success. Yeah, I think very often, how does it feel like if you are successful? So, so if you can visualize it, if you can verbalize it in a way that speaks to your feelings about it, I think that is sometimes more helpful to understand how success should look like. And that will also help you to then understand how that fits into the bigger picture and what are the other key stakeholders involved in the project that you need to work together with possibly influence that things are going into the right direction you know just for for the definition of the success or the 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 goal i think it is also important to you know if you would like to drive somewhere and you just keep on driving towards a goal which is then at the end maybe successful but in a way where you say what you said about the feelings it's not it doesn't feel like success because for just just an example, you're creating an SAP and the signature of the SAP is your goal. Okay, I mean, you, you achieve it at some point, so you are successful. But is this does this give you a good feeling of being successful? Or is it should the goal be the the right SAP? So the right methodology or the right direction of where the ICP is going is should it be, a, you know, the excellence of the SAP. So the impact that the SAP has is that, will that be a success? So it's not the signature. It, it may, for others, maybe, but just for me, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't think that this is the right goal to set, to really drive toward the goal. It's the goal should be impact the, the positive impact that the, an excellent or like the, the correct SAP has rather than the signature itself. Yeah, I think you know you need to be proud about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it needs to be good feeling. It was really like you need positively looking back and saying, wow, I achieved it. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. And I think if you know how that 
good looks like in the end, you can then kind of bring it down into next tactical steps. So for example, with the, with the having the SAP in mind, okay, okay, what are the necessary parts in the SAP that I need to build together to make it really urgent? So, so that it's uh, very concise, that it's, you know, easy to understand, easy to read, that it's, you know, clearly written, that, you know, the, the different stakeholders that need to work with it all have the same understanding that it very well communicates what needs to be done. And yeah, there's no contradictions in it, for example. So, so, and I think the one to see in statisticians is that they then drive towards these kind of different things and say that they have inner drive to do then the next step to move forward these things. That is, I think, the, what we are to, uh, today speaking about. That's why we, you know, that, that comes back to your initial, you know, your um, thoughts about having a, the the goals uh, repeated every every day. So this is really breaking it down into the next steps, into into little pieces to really, you know, drive. For example, the the um, the meeting that is set for today about the SAP yeah. development or something. Yeah. So actually, there's a meeting is a very very nice topic. I think driving things forward. Is sometimes, you know, just this, this next step is organize a meeting, get it together and, and make sure you have the right people and only the right people in it. Drive things in setting a clear agenda for the meeting. Or if someone else is uh, organizing the meeting and says, you know, there's no agenda, drive this agenda because. And be sure what the, what the outcome of the meeting. <laughs> Because, I mean, seriously, I mean, if you go in the meeting without a goal, you know, how should you drive a meeting if you don't, don't know where to go? So it's really, you have to really know what you want to get out of the meeting. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's no more waste of time than these pointless meetings that kind of drift on and drift on and drift on and you go around in circles and nobody takes actions and next steps. and. You had a nice coffee. <laughs> so what I want to see is that, that, you know, that says drive in these meetings that, and that no one takes the responsibilities that the statistician is taking the uh, responsibility and, and uh, structures the meeting. Sometimes, you know, that is actually one of the benefits of having a very structural thinking approach that we as statisticians are trained at, since it also helps to structure such things like meetings. Yeah. And, you know, as I said, be active in the meeting, give input and also ask, ask questions. Yeah. Because, you know, whoever asks the questions is leading the, giving the direction for the meeting. So it's leading the meeting. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's actually a very, very uh, funny thing. I always thought that, you know, so that has the answer is leading the meeting. No, it's uh, exactly like you say. Uh, the person asking the yep. question is leading the meeting. Another important thing is making sure about the minutes. And I really like capturing minutes. Because that gives the person that is capturing the minutes lots of additional power in terms of how to phrase it and to make it very precise and not so fluffy. 
and also make sure that action steps are clearly defined, who is doing what by when and what was discussed. These kind of things can be really, really critical, especially in um, if your company or if your organization uh, has a tendency to have lots of hallway discussions after meetings. Having this clear minutes helps tremendously to make sure, okay, this was the agreed thing. And if you want to do something different, then you first need to explain why you want to do it differently. Yeah, I hate taking the minutes. <laughs> but I agree. It's additional power. Yeah. So you, you can really get out the, you know, you can phrase it in the way that you, well, you, you would like to, or you understood it. And the, you know, and also, as as you said, the, I think important is the, the actions because the follow up of the meeting and points that, that you would like to take out of the meetings or give others to, you'll delegate to others. So that's, that's very important. Yeah. And another uh, important thing in terms of driving things is actually if you have good process knowledge, if you have good tribe knowledge in terms of how to get things done, that helps you tremendously to lead and to structure uh, things. And if you know why, for example, certain things need to be done before other things, and you can explain this to others, that helps you tremendously to lead projects and to lead lead teams and to to drive things forward in a, in in the most effective way yeah these people are usually the natural leaders of a team because they you know people listen to them and they ask them first if they you know if they have the answer already so that's true but i am um, this this might not sometimes not be you know the the approach um, or the nature of some of anyone, I mean, to really uh, be these type of person who is always explaining and giving and leading and these, but just recapturing the importance is here not about, you know, how you, it's really about the tasks that you as a statistician have. So this is, this is really, we have to get away from the uncomfortable feeling of, let's say, presenting something or leading something. This is, the, the knowledge that you as a statistician are bringing in anyway. You just have to structure it correct. You have to perform, you have to just define you, you and, and drive towards your goals that you would like to do as a statistician anyway. Not the, I present openly in a meeting or anything. So that's why present, provide to the team what you know. And over time, you will naturally lead the team because they will listen because they understand that you understood it, that you are saying the correct thing to drive. Things yeah, and forward. you can structure things in a way that the people, other yeah. people, can understand it. Understood. Yeah, I think there's there's one side note to uh, the benefits of being a statistician is that we are in our research projects. Very few are only in this position, starting from. We are involved in the start up to the final end. There's lots of other functions working in these uh, research projects that get involved far later and that drop out of the projects far earlier. And having this complete structure in mind helps tremendously having this end in mind and knowing why we need to do certain things in which, uh, in a certain, uh, certain way and in a certain order. 
And there might be a difference to CRO statisticians, by the way. <laughs> there, um, because this is um, obviously not necessarily the case that they are involved from the very beginning and also not until the very end. But anyway, the, the thinking is the same because the um, there should there is usually like a handover a cooperation together with the statistician from the um, from the pharmaceutical side, and it doesn't change the mindset. It doesn't change the need for the for the statistician to really take the take the facts or take the um, input then from the from the um, um, pharmaceutical statistician then from the very beginning lead it over uh, until handing it over back to back to the pharmaceutical company and but or even longer for submission for example and so this doesn't change the mindset even though we are not in this from the CRO side not necessarily involved um, directly in uh, from the very early beginning until the very yeah. late end yeah but I think that depends probably from project to project so so if, if you're Absolutely. working with someone uh, with a company that has no statistician, a very, very small company, you know, and you basically serve as the statistical department for this company, you're maybe much more involved. So it's really the setting that this case by case is differently. Yeah. But, but in terms of especially driving things forward together with other people, for me, prerequisite for this is that you also actively listening to what are the goals and the needs of the others to help create win-win situations and then drive in these directions because that helps you to actually get faster to your point. And it's very interesting, you know, lots of different functions are have very, very different goals. Some are purely measured on timelines. Some are really, really interested in peer recognition, you know, maybe through authorships or things like this. And, you know, well, probably everybody is, is concerned about what helps them with their next promotion. So having these kind of different things in mind helps also a lot to drive these things, projects forward. Yeah, we even experience sometimes that the goals are not necessarily in the same direction. So just going back to the example of the, you know, of the car from the very beginning. So if you drive on a bumpy road where everyone is just, you know, trying to avoid uh, things moving forward because it's going the wrong direction for them, it's not a good situation to work to, together in the team and drive things forward. So you need to align, be actively um, working together with, with the team and their goals. And um, especially if they're from other departments, I fully agree saying that the goals might be completely different to what you know as yeah, your goals. Yeah, but being with the, uh, still in the picture with the car, I think you might not be kind of in the driving seat for the car, but still giving input and, and direction is really, really important. And just don't kind of accept that people go in the wrong direction and say, well, I, I said it differently, really drive things so that everybody gets into to the right place at the right time. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Be, be in charge of the navigation system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, one of the benefits to, to be such a driver in, in projects, I learned that it actually opens doors. It, for me as a statistician in, in my career, I learned that if these type of people that have this drive, get further opportunities that is, you know, that is recognized and, and they get easier uh, seat at a, at a table. They get, they're not sidelined when the important discussions happen. They are pulled in when the dis important discussions happen. And very often, you know, because people 
want to hear their thoughts. And well, just because they drive things, they're naturally much more often actually present when the important discussions are happening. And um, I think from that perspective, it's really, really important to be a driver as that decision, because otherwise the probability that you get sidelined is far bigger. No, I agree. It's, um, and especially with the, with what you described about how, you know, when you, when I look back or when everyone probably looks back and, and just looks at the people that you would like to consult for a decision. So who are you inviting for this consultation? These are the people that drive things. Yeah. That really, you know, that have their, you know, that are the drivers. No, fully agree. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, senior people from the other functions will recognize us and, will therefore include you naturally. And then you don't need to plea that you get involved. You're asked to be involved. And that's a much nicer position to be in. Absolutely. No, that was a very, very nice discussion about drive as a statistician. And we started with a picture of the car and we ended with a picture of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for listening. Thanks a lot, Alexander, and uh, talk to you next week. Mm -hmm.